Well, friends, you have to say this. The world never gets dull, does it? You know, I woke up this morning and, you know, like everybody else, you look at your phone and mine's loaded with alerts and tweets and everything else. And half of them are about how Elon Musk made this bid to just go ahead and buy Twitter. Uh, this isn't a surprise if you think about it. When he decided to decline the board's offer to join, which would have limited him, quite honestly, in what he could do, it was pretty clear what his next play probably was. So this shouldn't be a surprise. And as the, at the time I'm recording this, the board of Twitter is actually in an emergency meeting right now to determine how to deal with this offer. Quite honestly, from what I've read from different experts and stuff, they, they financially at least should probably take the offer, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, what came into my mind with this more than the, you know, will it happen, won't it happen, all this kind of analysis that you can read on a thousand websites everywhere is how it's interesting to me who we're turning to now as a society to be our champions, okay, to be the ones who will lead us. Now, if you look back through history, there's always been people in power, and there always will be people in power. It's just kind of the way it is. But historically speaking, the the people in power were like ruling families. If you look at the the royalty in England, for example, or in other countries, if you look at North Korea right now uh, with the Kim family and how they've led for several generations now, there's always throughout history been these these families of power right well now in modern society it seems that we're turning to billionaires which is just really interesting to me you know you look at at uh jeff bezos for example and how he he grew this this empire with amazon and how we adapted to to make what this billionaire created the the central hub of most of our purchasing now not only in the united states but in many parts of the world it's kind of crazy and there's one guy who we turn to to control this if you look at uh, the presidential race in 2016 there were so many people who wanted a change who wanted something different <clears throat> who wanted something out of the ordinary that we turned to another billionaire in donald trump to to be that hero per se now you can argue whether or not he was your hero and that's not the point of this video but you get what i'm saying okay we turn to a billionaire to solve that problem and now we're turning to elon musk and half of the interwebs right now is cheering him on and half of the interwebs is freaking out because this is now for again half the interwebs the billionaire champion who's going to run out and save the day but this is what we're doing we're turning to private citizens now to the and the ones with all the money to go and try to solve our problems to right the wrongs that we see in all of this and i find that to be a very interesting thing that isn't getting a much play if any right now in the media because everybody's so focused on the deal itself and and lining up in the the I'm the, the pro-Elon camp or I'm the anti-Elon camp. Uh, but nobody's thinking of the, the bigger picture here of isn't it interesting that as a society, uh, we're, we're out there picking billionaire champions to go lead our causes. 
And I'm not sure what that says about us. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest with you. And I don't know that I can reach a conclusion on it in this video. Because again, there's always been and there always will be those who lead, those who champion a cause, those who steer the direction of society. And that's that's certainly not going to ever be any different, I think. But it's... It's fascinating to me now that we're turning to people in the the private sector with a whole ton of money to say, go fix this. And even if we didn't directly turn to them, when they go and do something that we're in favor of, we're like cheering them on, hoping beyond hope that they'll they'll right whatever wrong that we see. And for the half of the interwebs that's supporting Elon, that's what they're hoping right now, that he'll be able to take over Twitter and right the wrongs that they see. It's it's just an interesting dynamic to me, and I don't, again, know, know if it's good or bad, right or wrong, but it's different. I mean, the ruling families throughout history have always been the ones with the money, but they were kind of always in power, always in charge in whatever country they were running. This is different. I mean, Elon has not always been in charge. He doesn't come from a family who's always run things. He's just built an empire. He's got money now, and he's like, yep, I'm going to go do stuff, and we're all lining up behind him. You know, we did the same thing with Trump, half of us in 2016. Uh, you know, we've all done it to an extent with, with Bezos just through our purchasing through Amazon. And then he's gone out now and purchased the Washington Post several years ago, so he's got influence there. It's just... It's interesting, and I don't know if you've ever stopped to think about it. We're picking billionaire champions. That's interesting. What is also interesting to me is that we talk a lot about right and left, okay? The, the conservatives versus the liberals, progressives, whatever the case may be. But I'm not sure that our lines are clearly drawn politically anymore as much as they're drawn from a line of free speech. And the reason why I say this is if you look at um, how people are lining up, they're not necessarily lining up politically. Last night, for example, uh, the Daily Wire on their backstage show brought in Tim Pool for a while. And Tim Pool, <clears throat> politically, does not line up with, with the Daily Wire people. Tim is center left, I guess would be the best way to put it. Although people call him far right, which is just hilarious to me. But then the guys at the Daily Wire are center right to very right, depending on which one that you're talking to. But they brought him on because they share this, this commonality of wanting to be able to have uh, free speech, to be able to talk, to be able to express, stuff like that. So they line up that way. But then you look at other people, and it's often the Twitter blue check marks, to be honest with you. They're the ones that they say they're for free speech, but it has to be their speech that they're interested in having be free. So in reality, they're for speech limits. And it's interesting because that's a flip. If you look back historically, you would more argue that the right was the ones that were focused on traditional values and traditional traditional speech, where the left was more like for freedom of expression, we should be able to say what we want and all of that. And now it's done a complete 180. And 
those on the left and the far left are the ones trying to quash things while those on the right are coming together with the people at the center and center left and saying you know what we may not all agree but we should be able to express ourselves that's that's a political realignment that's going on and twitter is a place where that's becoming more and more obvious and i think that's really what what at least Elon says he wants and what it boils down to is this ability for people to be able to communicate. And that's what he's saying isn't happening on the platform. And that's why he wants to buy it and take it private so that people can have a, a free speech place to go that isn't as censored and isn't as regulated as Twitter is now. At least that's what he's expressing, whether or not that's what he would or could deliver if he buys this. I don't know. We'll see. But it remains interesting to me that, once again, we're turning to a billionaire to solve, or at least those who believe it needs to be solved, what we see as wrong. So it's interesting. It's different. It's not, uh, not something that's traditionally been done, not going to private citizens. So we'll see how this plays out. The purpose of this video is just to point that out, the idea that we're choosing billionaire champions now. And this is just another example of it. I'd be curious to know in the comments if you've thought about this point before, if it's really dawned on you that that's what we're doing and, uh, and what you think about that concept. Again, I don't know what to think of it personally. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we're doing it. And I think it's worth, worth discussion and worth fleshing out uh, what it really means for us. So do me a favor. Leave, uh, leave your thoughts in the comments and let's have a discussion. Uh, if you haven't done so done so already with this channel please do take a moment to like subscribe share uh hit the punchy thing if you're on rumble if you're on the podcast side please do subscribe and leave a review if you'd be so kind all of these things help us grow and we do appreciate it i'm going to go ahead and leave it there for now until the next time i see you thank you for watching